Masonic Light Podcast. This is Past Master Moyer calling in with my review of episode 84 with Brother Ryan Flynn. Not much to pick on this episode. Of course, there's always something to pick on with Larry. Uh, and Larry, it's Ryan, not Brian. So prepare yourself better for subsequent episodes. I really enjoyed listening to Ryan. The one comment he made that really stood out to me was that how Freemasons are content with what we accomplished in the past, 75, 100, 125 years ago, and we're, we're content with what we're not accomplishing today. So I thought that was a, an excellent comment. So we should, we should probably start doing great things now. So 7,500 years from now, people say, boy, back in 2019. And notice, Larry, how I said 2019. You know, at the end of the episodes, when you give the credit, you're still saying Effortalodge 665. It's Effortalodge number 665. Again, you are putts. Let's see. Uh, Pete Ruggieri wasn't in the episode to begin with, and he was, and he wasn't there. He must be that magician or magician that was at the, the Valley of Reading on October 19th. Let's see. I have a couple other notes here. Michelle, the symbologist, that was a great uh, segment. Again, James Stevens with his uh, Business of the Lodge brief was outstanding. And I tip again, again, I tip my hat to you, Tim and Jack. If it wasn't for you two, this podcast would have been canceled two years ago. I'm heading upstate tomorrow, hunt turkeys. Come back in two weeks. I'll be listening to episode 85. And I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. From the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. Please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> we should start now. Apparently, our microphones are on and we're starting. So, uh, welcome. We are at the the Valley of Reading. The Valley of Reading. For holiday happenings. I'm sorry, Pete. What episode is this? I have no idea. 87? 88. 88. 88 miles per hour. 1.72 gigawatts. Not even close, right? (laughs) 1.21 gigawatts. Anyway. The fact that you both know that. It's the flux capacitor. That's what makes time travel possible, Jack. I know. And if uh, Tim had one, he'd be here. Tim, that would be our our own marketing Tim, manager, Tim, on his Tim way? Dedman. Tim on his way. Yeah, he was started. He was started. He's, he had to stop to make a couple marketing calls on oh, his way here. Oh so. my! He's word. trying to get her first his first sale. Yes. <laughs> We're not sure what marketing is yet, but Tim's in charge of it. I think he's at the market. 
<laughs> he's at the market. He's getting yeah. some greens. <laughs> All right. That, that man's never seen a green in his life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome everybody. We're here in uh, at Holiday Happenings for our third year. Third year. That's yeah. Right. Larry, is this your show. second year? Were you here last year, Jack? No, he wasn't was here not. yet. This is his not. first time here. So, and Josh, you Josh, guys are first time are here too, right? Holiday yeah, Happenings virgins. I was once here for Holiday Happenings uh, in the manger outside, freezing my cannolis off. Um, Were you the baby Jesus? Yeah, no, the part of the baby Jesus was played by a 60-watt light bulb. So, <laughs> Which was the warmest thing It was there. the only warm thing out there at the time. Well, you're doing it wrong, because sometimes they, uh, they might possibly pregame, and then they're a little warmer, but... That, that was before those days. Yeah, okay, not this year. No. Oh, so tonight at 7 p.m. is going to be a tuba Christmas. It's as awful as it sounds. Actually, it was, it's pretty good. And for $5, if you have a tuba, well, you can't make it this year because it's taped, but next year, if you have $5 in a tuba, you can show up and play the tuba. That's right. That's dollars right. I think they had 67 registered, so there's 67 tubas on That stage. old trope again. And all we're going to do is play Christmas music, and actually it's not bad. Is it like, is it like the Masons? It. If they have 67 registered, 32 will show up? <laughs> no, musicians are a little bit more, how should I say? Someone keeps the old Larry. Um, no, you're no, listening again. And remember, they pay five dollars to come here. So, so right now there are two um, adult women sitting on Santa's lap, and he is smiling uncontrollably. Is there a brass pole? Well, we cannot speak of that. <laughs> but I know that Santa just had his second knee replaced. <laughs> but he's tolerating it for the. Uh, he's taking one for the team. Nice, out of boys, Santa. Uh, who else is here? We've got some uh, Shriner clowns. Not in costume, though. Thank God. The motorcycle people are here. We don't sell Hiram's Scottish Riders motorcycle. Hiram's club. Scottish Riders. Yes. Excuse me. I, wrong, when I back in the game. day when I had a motorcycle, I was a member of that group. Until the incident. Uh, Did yes. they jump you out of the gang? Uh, no, but you have to. You have to have a motorcycle, and you have to. There goes a guy riding ride. a camel. Can you believe that? I was wondering what that was going on there. Okay, there's a guy riding a camel. Thank God. It's like a Benny Hill type camel. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, I guess we'll try and get into it like Let's it's a real show. Let's go around the horn. Yeah. Larry, have you done anything? Uh, go, go around. I'll have to think. Jack, what have you been up to? Oh, geez. Uh, what have I done masonically? Right? It, it comes we, at you right we, away. We did it. We did it What did we together. do? We went to see our director, producer, oh, Josh oh. Lamberton, become true. worshipful master. We were all we there. We were all there. Lamberton in support Lodge. of our produ- producer, His namesake. Josh Lamberton. And we watched him. Receive the word of the chair. It was razor-like precision ritual work. I, it was it was nothing I have ever seen before. It was It was inspiring. It was uh, like two cats under a blanket. That's pretty much the... (laughs) (laughs) Two three-legged cats. (laughs) And it was very cold out that night, and the lodge room was 59 degrees, and we couldn't change it. Yes, the most well-run Masonic Center in the United States. Um, (laughs) We should put up a sign. (laughs) 
So, uh, Josh, how'd everything go? Oh, it was wonderful. It was okay. Yeah. Was your family completely bored by waiting outside and then watching all the screw-ups? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were wondering what was taking so long. See, see I mean, I mean that's... the other stuff they had no idea, of course. But... Here's, here's our hey, missing hey. aircraft. <laughs> Yay! Oh, Tim hey. is here. We, we wanted to start without you so we could pick on you when you showed up. Cool. So, so what Don't the, listen to the first what, five minutes. What took you so long? Well, there was an accident on my entrance to the interstate from my house. So I went back home because was, the interstate was totally blocked. And so, anyway. Will said, there be violins along with the tubas? So I have no. a question. Like little yeah. violins. You live in Pennsylvania. Correct. We're in Pennsylvania. In the middle Why of the- do you need an interstate? Well, because I live on a country road with the only access out of it is onto the interstate. Got it. Okay. I just thought interstates were going to other states. Well, <laughs> theoretically. All right. Well, we're glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. So, yeah, well, that's one of my pet peeves I always had about, and maybe there's lodges that do it properly. Yeah, come to Ephrata. Not, but like, if you do an open installation, you have to, we forget that the guests coming have no idea what's going on. And we just like just leave them abandoned out in the hallway, and then we bring them in. Like they should have, they should be entertained. We send them upstairs to shoot pool and smoke cigars. So, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> you don't rent from oh, the Sonic Center, do you? Nope. Okay. I, I will say that everybody at this table, Tim, Pete, Jack, myself. Or at Josh's installation, so that was a really good turnout on and, behalf of us. And, and yeah, thank it was. God we were there. And now four, now four out of five of us have the word of the chair legally. Yes. I had it before he you did. You don't remember it because you were asleep. I do remember it. All right. There's going to be a quiz when we're going to be a go quiz in a little bit. Let's see. Who could that be? I wonder whose phone's on. I don't know, but I'm going to turn mine off right now. Larry. So um, anything else, Josh? You been up to anything else? Uh, we did our Christmas breakfast this morning and gave some gifts to Where was that? watch children. Uh, at the Masonic Center. Okay. Yeah. It was the Lamberton Christmas party. Was it awful? Uh, the kids were happy. They ran around and made a lot of noise. And Did they tear anything up or leave lights on? Or are, are you? Uh, I don't think so. Are you guys still giving out Christmas presents to the kids? Yeah. And is it that, that, do we still keep adding to the same box of Christmas presents from years so somebody could actually get like a new dollar store present from 30 years ago? Oh, no. We, we go out and buy brand new, brand new presents like every okay. year. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, I had a um, – what did I have? I had a Tall Cedars meeting last month. And, uh, yes, you did. Larry didn't show up. Jack no, didn't, didn't show up. I'm not a Tall Cedar, so I couldn't well, show up. I guess Jack isn't either because he didn't show up, but we did cash his check. Yeah, you got my money. I'm a Cedar. <laughs> Tim, what, are you, what have you been up to? Um, installation at my home lodge, 302. Uh, Josh's installation. Um, that's about How many it. errors were there? Collecting a lot of dues. <laughs> well, two months ago, I don't know if we told you, Tim was like on the sideline pretending like he was clicking, <laughs> and every time you made an error, he like clicked, clicked, clicked. <laughs> Well, it wasn't just anything. Josh actually does quite well. He, Josh he, is great ritualist. He is yes. great with the ritual. Um, probably of everyone in a chair knows it and performs it at least as well, if not better, than everybody else. Hey, everybody's smiling. And um, so I think only good things are to come with Josh. 
There's Harry. Uh, supreme, supreme commander of the Reading jurisdiction. <laughs> We're going to pull you in <laughs> here, Harry. Don't, don't worry. Of the Reading plays. Don't go too far, Harry. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with... Uh, Harry Hackman. And some Harry guests. Hackman. Yeah, thank you. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. And we've uh, captured a couple of uh, dignitaries dignitaries from the Scottish Rite Valley of Reading. Uh, Harry Hackman, who is Commander-in-Chief of the Valley of Reading. And uh, Bob Long, who is Sovereign Prince. Correct. For the Princes of Jerusalem. For the Princes of Jerusalem. Uh, they're both with us, and they're going to um, tell us... Harry, tell us a little about yourself, and um, what are we doing here tonight? Well, I'm uh, Harry Hackman, Commander-in-Chief of the Valley of Reading uh, for the 2019 through 2021 uh, term. Uh, I'm a past most wise master here at the Valley of Reading uh, back in 2013, 2014. Uh, the, best the, the best line. The best line. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best line in the Valley of Reading. I, uh, did, did you say that just as a personal challenge to all the other lines at the Valley? Is that is Just that? stating fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're good uh, at moving equipment around. Yeah. Anyway, Princess. we have a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of good uh, uh, leaders here at the Valley of Reading. Uh, we're proud of uh, all the people we have and the leadership that we've had uh, over the years. And we're uh, trying to continue that uh, through uh, my two terms and beyond. Uh, I think we have a lot of good things going on here. Uh, each group has their specialty that they work on, that they sponsor. Uh, this uh, holiday happenings this evening uh, is primarily the responsibility of the Sovereign Prince line. It's an awful lot of work. Uh, they put it together. Uh, That's why help. Bob looks so bedraggled yes. right now? Is yes. that okay. okay. They put it together. We help uh, the executive committee and the... Um, the Scottish Rite Volunteer Committee uh, and all the other lines help out uh, to make it happen, but it is the primary responsibility of the Sovereign Prince line, and they do an excellent job. So, Bob, how's that going for you right now? Oh, absolutely wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so can you herd the goldfish uh, well enough to get everything pulled together for this? I wish it was goldfish because they're in a tank. I'm herding cats. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so tell us um, what else you have going on here tonight, and I have a cheat sheet in case you need to know. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. We, uh, we have 
the tuba Christmas going on tonight. We cannot wait to hear what that sounds like. Yeah. Well, you'll hear it very shortly because they're going to practice at 6 o'clock. Nice. Oh, great. So we have the trains. There are all kinds of different gauges. We have a Lego man downstairs. And we have... Uh, just, where is the Lego man? I haven't seen him He yet. is down in the Zimmerman room downstairs. Oh, okay. Way down there. Okay. And he has an enlarged platform this year again. I got that too, but they're giving me medication for it. So. Okay, well, uh, that'll help. I got <laughs> but Mark does do that every year. He does it for free. He comes nice. down, sets up, and uh, he also does uh, different venues uh, like up in uh, Schuylkillhaven and some other places that he sets up just because he likes to do it. Awesome. And uh, how, well, I'll go with Bob and then back to Harry. How, how long have you been in masonry? That Wow. I'd say close to about 21 years. 21. Blue Lodge, York Rite, Shrine, Scottish Rite. So, nice. yeah, I've um, been master. Awesome. It's past master now. And so what, what's your... What's your What's your favorite takeaway from all that? My favorite takeaway? Yeah. What, what, what moved you the most? What, what do you feel is your, your biggest takeaway? I think that? the biggest thing that impressed me was my temple degree for the uh, Knights Templar. Really? Yes. And we have something in common. We weren't in the same class or anything, but we both got it by John March, another who, person who, from the Rose Croy line. Who is in a manger right now, I think. <laughs> yeah, actually. John March gives the... Uh, I, he'll never listen, so we won't have to worry about him getting the big head. We can talk about him. But he does the absolute best order of the temple degree His, yeah. anywhere. He's got I a great voice. I received my order of the temple from John. Yeah. All right. That's a threefer. Look at that. Yeah. So, Harry, how long have you been in this thing we call Freemasonry? I've been uh, in Freemasonry for 35 years. I'm a past master at Thompson Lodge... Uh, number 340 in Paoli, uh, past high priest, past thrice illustrious master, past commander, uh, KYCH, uh, past Poison uh, uh, Sovereign, past a lot of things. The, the, the best office in all of Freemasonry is past, and I can't wait till I'm a past commander in chief. <laughs> <laughs> How much are your annual dues in total? I don't have the nerve to look that up. <laughs> However, uh, I'm at the point where I don't think I want to obligate myself to any more dues. <laughs> I, I must be in, I don't know, at least 15 Masonic organizations. Very good. Pete? Uh, if you had to give anybody a sales pitch from uh, the area why, that is not a Scottish Rite Mason, why would you? we'll go with Bob first. Why should somebody join the Valley of Reddit? Valley of Reading has a lot going on. We do a lot for the community. Uh, it's just something that when you get involved in it, as opposed to just being a member of it, is when you really start getting benefits from it. Your knowledge of acquaintances are grow exponentially. And there's so many people here that, that help with this uh, holiday happenings that you just really can't imagine how many people it takes to put this on. Yeah. So... Everybody cooperating together like that is it's just a recipe for success. And that's what I've found throughout Masonry. Okay. Harry, any sales pitch for uh, the Valley of Reading? It's your 30-second elevator pitch. Okay. Well, every Masonic body has a, has a good feature to it and something that uh, they're there to do. Uh, and in the Blue Lodge, we make Masons, and uh, we learn all about Freemasonry. Uh, the Scottish Rite... 
Uh, we're here to have a little more fun. We have our ritual, but part of the ritual is uh, at the reunions and the rehearsals uh, leading up to the reunions, uh, we all get to work together to know each other. We're Masons from uh, all over. Lancaster County, Chester County, uh, Montgomery County, Berks County, Schuylkill County, uh, some from Lebanon County, and uh, we would never get to meet each other, know each other, work with each other if it weren't for the Scottish Rite bringing us together. And we just have a, a lot of fun uh, at all of our rehearsals, at our reunions, and all these other activities such as the picnic and uh, holiday happenings here. Awesome. Well, you guys are doing a great job. We're looking forward to the tubas coming up here in a few minutes. And uh, there's a couple hundred people coming tonight. Six, seven hundred people is what I heard. Is that? It, it varies depending yeah. on how many people we have participate in tuba Christmas. But I would say we're probably going to be somewhere over 700 probably tonight. Well done. And a great and it, building and to do and it it's, in. And it's mostly from the community. It's not, it's not mostly Masons. It's mostly the community that... Yeah, it's it's mostly the community, but there's people from out of out of the state and from other states wow. and everything that come for this tube of Christmas. Oh, that's fantastic! In the three years that we've been doing this, this is the heaviest traffic I've seen here in a long time. Yeah, somehow tuba, we've, we've managed not to hear the tube of Christmas yet. I think we've always been the other weekend. No, yes. no, the first time we were here, we had tube of Christmas, and oh. it was awesome. Because oh. remember, we snatched up some of the, the clips for I the, blocked uh, it out, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Have fun tonight. Well, thank you for getting out of Ephrata for a change and hey. coming up to the Valley of Reading. Anything to get out of Ephrata. <laughs> well, thank you for having us, and we hope to see you again next year. Oh, absolutely. This is our fun show. <laughs> Okay. And we're back. <laughs> All right. We'll bring it. Well, we back? Larry's having private conversations with our guests uh, that we would probably back. actually like to have on air. Larry, uh, go ahead. I'll let you drive. Introduce, yeah, you're it, Larry. Introduce our guest. <laughs> Jingles the Clown. <laughs> That's right. Is our, is, our, is, our, is our guest right now. Uh, okay, okay, Jack, we'll handle this. Bud. Jingles, thank you for showing up today. His name is Bud. Oh, his name is not Bud. <laughs> Jingles. Bud's out there, Larry. Oh, Bud's go out another, there. Go have another drink. Who the hell is this guy? So, Jingles, we have oh. our own clown. He just, we're sorry. It's okay. Yeah, we just didn't get him a costume. So, tell us how, how long have you been a Shriner clown? Uh, an actual clown, three years. Okay, and how long have you been part of the uh, Raja, Raja Shrine? Close to six years. Okay. How did you become a clown? That's a very good question. I'm glad I asked it. Tim's good at that. The uh, real answer is going to be, I wanted to be a clown before I was a mason. But I realized you had to be a mason before be a you're a clown. So, the long story is, I joined the Blue Lodge, finished everything in the Blue Lodge, Came to a beautiful Scottish Rite meeting, met the clowns, decided to be a clown. But I always wanted to be a clown. Problem was, Raji Shrine never got a hold of me for three years. They asked me if I wanted to be a clown. So, to make a long story short, I became the clown. Loved it so much, I'm now the president of the clowns. I just need some good clowns. Clowns that I don't need oxygen. Clowns that can blow up. <laughs> My clowns are getting old. They're good clowns. So, 
I, we just talked about this at my Blue Lodge, and nobody has been approached by Shrine. The nobody. Blue Lodge, for some reason, has put the shades down. Mm-mm. I can only speak for my lodge that I've been over six years, and I'm the only Shriner in my lodge. So it's a little difficult. But representation, please let me know. We will come. I will bring the potentate, and we will introduce ourselves and try to bring in some new members. That's what we're here for. But I can only tell you, being a clown, going to the hospital, having a child come up to you and look in your eyes, nothing is like it. I can imagine. Nothing is like it. When I do the circus and the little children run up to me and hold me and kiss me, I tell you the tears, I only think of the makeup because the makeup is running. Yeah. Um, Outside of being a mason, which is the most beautiful thing you could imagine, the clown just takes all that and puts the love and enjoyment inside your heart. And when you look at a kid's eyes, that's what it's all about. That is the best elevator pitch I've heard in a long time. Thank you. Well, the problem now, you know, with the clowns is the bad rap we're getting with the movie that just came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh, Peshaw. Is that for real? Yeah, it's for real. We're not allowed any longer to go out into the crowd and touch people. Uh, We have to be very careful what we say. Our parades, we do about eight parades a year. I drive the fire truck. I have my clowns in the back. Uh, The clowns used to get off the fire truck and mingle with the crowds and the kids. We're no more allowed to do that. So it's it's a shame. And hopefully things will come back to the love of the clown. But right now we're getting a bad rap. So please come to to the service. Thank all those politically correct people that have made that (laughs) the current situation. Yeah, Yeah. uh, but I can only tell you with all this going on, when you look in the kids' eyes and you see that joy and the happiness, some with one leg, some with no arms, and when they see you, the feeling, it can break you up, but it is wonderful. And that's being a clown, then being a mason, yeah. and understanding what we do. Last year we gave close to 70 some thousand dollars to the hospital. That's awesome. Uh, it's an ongoing, being a mason, of course, it's ongoing, but that's what we're here for. We're here for the children. Yeah, I mean, I would say a few years ago I, with uh, the Newer Yacht Club, uh, we do a thing called the Shriners on Sale, and we take kids out on, on the Chesapeake on, on boats. And it was a hot, miserable day, and I think I was probably 40 at the time, and I'm complaining for being in the heat. And I'm looking at these kids with tra- tracheotomies, and all these other, you know, bad things going on, smiling ear to ear, and just happy, living life happy. And it made me feel good and bad at the same time. It just made me reflect to how good we have it. Yeah. So I just, I urge anybody that's a Mason to consider the shrine. And I consider will say this to you, not to interrupt. Being a Mason, my father was a Mason for 40 some years. That's what brought me in to really being a mason. I wear my father's ring 
and some other things. But um, being a Mason and understanding what we do for the community uh, is wonderful. Being a Shriner is opposite of what we're used to. When you become a Shriner, your wife is part of the Shrine with you. There's no more, ah, it's time again. Yes, I'll be at the Lodge tonight. She comes with you. It's a partnership. Uh, they're different type of people. We're all Masons. We're all giving people. We all are there for one cause, and that's to help the children. But joining the Shrine is totally different. So I urge all Blue members to see what it's really about. Uh, it's family-oriented, and if you're not married, your girlfriend is allowed to come also. So if, if there's a Mason out there listening to this, and, and God, I hope there's a Mason out there listening to this, um, how would they get in touch with the Shrine and say, I think I want to be a Shriner? How does that happen? Okay, well, this coming Saturday, we're bringing in the new Shriners. We do it twice a year, one in the spring, one in the winter. Uh, you can call Shriners International. It's worldwide. I am sure if you speak to anybody from the Blue Lodge, they know a member of the Shrine who can petition you and bring you in. Once you become a Shriner, there's so many different things. We have the Motor Corps. We have the Aglers. We have the ones that like to drive the little kitty cars around in the circus. I want to be that guy. Uh, it's wonderful. So there's, we have the motorcycle group. Uh, there's just so many things that you enjoy. If you like antique cars, uh, we have groups for that. At very inexpensive. It's $10 to join. Uh, and that gives you a year of absolute pleasure. And knowing that you're a mason... Dash Shriner, and I'm also a Scottish Rite. So I can only tell you it has changed my life. It is a life change. It is not a boys' club, a men's club. As all Masons know, it's a dedication that has changed our lives. And um, I hope to do it for another 20, 30 years. Well, it's Mr. Awesome. Jingles, we thank you for being with us real quick. And uh, there's other people for you to talk to tonight. So no problem. Jingles for being is here. on his way. It's awesome. All right. Thank you so Great. much. Thank you, brother. Think about trying, people. Thank you. Where's our balloon animal? Our, the clowns <laughs> will be back next year in force. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. All right. Hey, look Look who's joined us. Another clown. Another, have another clown. clown. Another clown showed on tonight. We need uh, proper uh, attention here. The grand smoke is in our midst. Whoa, thank you very oh. much. Yeah, Josh, uh, we need some uh, some grand smoke music. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know what we smoke can do. Smoke on the water. Yeah, well, oh, there, there, you yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah, that, that's a cease and desist letter from someone. What an exciting time of the year, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You and and you need to look happier. You just don't yeah. look happy enough right now. Well, look at the face. I got my great granddaughter and my great grandson here. Awesome. Uh, to see this, along uh, obviously along with their parents. I did. I was not foolish enough to bring them myself. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys come up in a van? Two vans. Two vans. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. Two vans. That's unbelievable. Uh, Mr. Jingles oh, yeah. is showing oh, us this. That's Mr. Wow. Jingles. Wow. That is awesome. Nice. Awesome. Nice converse. That's nice. unreal. Size, size 25s. Chuck Taylor. Where nice. do, so nice. what do they cost? Little chamber. What's that? What do they cost? The uh, the chucks. 
Wow. Holy moly. Wow. But if you're Mason, 340. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, right. you know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to install a new grandmaster for the yes. Masons of Pennsylvania. Yes. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yep. We and he's a, he's a local guy. Local guy. In fact, he belongs to the Valley of Reading. Yep. The yes, Valley does. of Reading. Is, that right? the is he still in the motorcycle club? Yes, he is. All right. We'll have a couple of the motorcycle guys over here. Yes. A bit. And, you know, as of December 27th, this will be the number one valley in the state of Pennsylvania. Based what? on what? <laughs> Based on our opinion. Uh, 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 we don't mean to disparage the Grand Valley of Harrisburg, right. uh, Tim. <laughs> which I, have is a very, I have to defend our honor here. Which is a very good valley to the west of us. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. But other That's than what that, we'll call it from now on is the far. valley to the west of us. Yeah, <laughs> the Walmart of Freemasonry. West Reading. <laughs> we just had the election on two, on Wednesday. Yes. And it went, well, every, everyone's got elected that we Everybody thought Everybody got would. elected. <laughs> <laughs> and no the drama, right no contested offices. No drama, no contested that's, that's offices. Nice. No recount. <laughs> so from what from what us low-level people are hearing, it's... it's um, the line is really working together and is really well organized to go right. forward. The, the, so. the Grand Lodge line in the last couple of years has really worked together and it seems they're going to continue to work on the same page. And, uh, you know, with changes that are being made, it's an exciting time for Masons in Pennsylvania. I think everyone has some nice times to look forward to. That's awesome. That's awesome. Ed, by the way, and let me reiterate, was one of our most popular guests on the show, and actually he numbers. Well, if everybody in his car listens to, him in to the it, that doubles our audience. <laughs> hey, well, see, yeah. I, I gave people cigars if they would keep listening to the <laughs> It cost me a lot of cigars. And there for a long time. We appreciate time, it. I didn't get one of those, by the way. And there, anyway, and there for a long time, saying. your numbers were beating the Grandmaster. Whoa! Ooh, you mean they're around. not anymore? Don't spread uh, that Josh around. Josh tells much. me they're not anymore. Oh, Is that okay. right? You don't know? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they, they, I can We're going to say that they are. Yeah, you yeah. still for, say for you're tonight's, the most popular one. For tonight's purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, are you playing a tuba tonight? That sounds like a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, uh, <laughs> tell us about when the next meeting of the Cigar Lodge is. Uh, third Sunday in February. Okay. The third Sunday. Oh, that makes Uber Grotto able to get oh, yeah. we That means I can go. We yes. purposely made it the third Sunday so we would not interfere with Grotto. Huzzah. And because Ted... Drew that to my Ted. attention. Thanks, Ted. God damn, Fred. Jim. We don't care about these really guys. Doesn't matter as long as we get what we need. <laughs> you transferred it, isn't it? Tim. 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 Okay. <laughs> but it's Ted from now on. <laughs> Ted did. Yeah. Yes. It could be Ted from Anybody now. Anybody looking for me? That's my name, right? <laughs> All right. Ted Dedman. Yeah. Tim. 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 Ted Dedman. Ted Tinman. Believe me, I've been called a lot worse. Oh, my we're, we're brothers, I would love to continue here, but I see my family has Yeah, come. you better go get your family. And if I yeah. want to keep a happy home, I better stay with my family. Stop, I, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, brothers. Thanks, Take Ed. care. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. At the historic Smithton Inn of Ephrata, Pennsylvania, we're pleased to serve the latest creations from Weathered Vineyard Winery, 
along with spirits from Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster. All to be experienced in the tasting room of a beautifully restored 18th century bed and breakfast. Cigars by DNS Cigar are available for your enjoyment in the courtyard. The historic Smithton Inn is convenient to Lancaster County's most interesting attractions. Just minutes from the Ephrata Cloister and the Green Dragon Farmer's Market. And a short drive can get you to charming Lidditz, thriving downtown Lancaster, as well as Hershey, Bird in Hand, and Intercourse. Or Valley Forge in Gettysburg. Whether you're looking for a romantic getaway or an active vacation full of sightseeing and attractions, the historic Smithton Inn will be a welcoming oasis from everyday life one that you'll want to visit again and again. Stop in and visit at 900 West Main Street in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, or check out our website at historicsmithtoninn.com, or simply call us at 717-733-6094. Just ask for Passmaster Dave. Hey, we had another guest join us. Brother Scott Helm of the Valley of Reading. Helm. Mm-hmm. Who's my boss Hello. backstage. And he's our uh, electrician. He's, a, he, he's the official electrician of the Sonic Light Podcast. That's correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Our official unlicensed electrician. Without yeah, yeah. Yeah. our electrons, it's because of Scott. The price was right. Without him, there'd be no light. Or, so. or he in the bathroom either. <laughs> so, so, okay, what are you doing here tonight? I mean, I know you're doing things here tonight, but what are you in charge of tonight? I'm not quite sure. What the hell uh, are you doing here tonight? I guess I'm in charge of all the ushers, making sure that they're all ushering, ushering. people do ushing places. Sir? <laughs> I'm just looking at Ray. Uh, I'm sorry, Santa. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and there, the silence is deafening. <laughs> uh, so this is your what, like 20th year doing this, Scott? Ever since I joined up here, so uh, I think I'm 10 years up here now. And uh, you are also in charge of the stage crew. I am, here. where I so, employ Larry uh, Maris, with who's the my hardest worker back here. from Larry on stage tips. And yeah, uh, we're not sure if he's our mascot or if he's our quality control oh. supervisor. I think you elevated me a little bit to quality control because I'm out there with the photographs making sure everything's in the right place. How? It's, it's funny because by the time Larry gets out of his chair and gets to the stage, it's already done and we need to get off the stage because the actors are coming on. So he's... We, now, we've learned over last year that we have to give him three to five minute head start. For, it for seems, build a ramp and just get him some momentum, and then he'll go. Is is the stage crew kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, or Oopaloopas. Because yeah. I noticed there's like uh, three or four guys that actually do work, like Jim Stevens. And I see some other people running around. Matt, Matt, uh, watering. He's my. He's gonna be. He's gonna take over for me. As soon as he's ready, so. And then I see uh, Larry sitting in a chair. Larry and Dave Steffi, they just sit around and talk. Yes. Uh, well, apron someone sniff? said. Someone, yes. Apron yeah. sniffers. Someone said that Dave Steffi was assigned to watch me. Yes. And but then I got away from him. You weren't supposed to know that. Tom Gannon wanted to know why Steffi let me go on the loose. I, I don't understand why you were bothering the right worship grandmaster. Well, I, I wasn't, he was but busy, he noted lacked. that I was running around were the stage you, without Steffi following me. So it was. Were you following things. his apron, Larry? <laughs> That would be like, no, he was inviting him on the show. Oh, oh. Hey, I asked you the other night, uh, we're thinking about maybe going out and getting a bite to eat or a bite to drink. Where, where can we go? I would recommend Third and Spruce, Larry. Hey, now, I understand that that the, uh, we have new ownership now, right? Did they change the name? No, it's still Third and Spruce. Still Third and Spruce. It's been Third and, and, and Spruce since like 1941. 
the year you graduated oh, college. Where, where's Third and Spruce? I, that would be at the corner of Third and Spruce is in it, West Reading. Is it close to anything I know? Or yes, it's close. To, it's in between Second and Spruce and Fourth and Spruce. <laughs> if you start out at Second and Spruce and you walk down Spruce Street, you will run into it. I promise. And, and Larry, West Reading is in between Reading and Western Reading. Third Spruce is in West Reading or West Reading? Reading, yes. It's in West Reading. Anything that says street is in in Red, West Reading. Anything that says avenue is in well, Main Reading. Is Third and Spruce a street? Yes. But it's in West Reading. Yeah. I might have that backwards. I'm not sure exactly. This is which scintillating. <laughs> so, um, who do I need to talk to about, about buying a Valley of Reading hat? Uh, Carrie. I want to buy one. They're not, they're sharp looking hats. I got you. I got money. I need 20 bucks. I got you. All right. I know people. All right. Let me know. I know people. <laughs> Ask and it shall be given to you. And then we'll have to get together sometime after the holiday and uh, you guys can give me some direction on the website. Okay. I've I been, really I've been a uh, duly voted on to be the webmaster for the Valley of Reading. I have four guys walking around here taking pictures with, like, really fancy, expensive cameras, so... Oh, good. Okay. Because all the pictures on the website now are from Instamatics in the 1980s. Can you put Polaroid on the website? <laughs> Photocopies of Polaroids. Yeah. <laughs> we have a good attendance here tonight, really. This is, this is heavy duty. They haven't even started a concert yet. I walked around. It was, I think it was 320 at the bottom door, and hang on one second. Hey, Glenn. Glenn. What number you got? And wow. it's 5.30 at the top. Really 800. 800. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Still wow. the record. I think we had 1,200 was our record last year. And, and the a, concert hasn't even started correct. yet. That's fantastic. That's a, I, I, predict, I predict over 1,000. And, and again, most of these people in here are in not six Masons. six countries, Larry. Right? Yeah, most of these people in correct. here are not Masons. Correct. They're this is all over Community the people yeah. coming in for, for the Christmas entertainment. I, is there a reason why we're not harassing people as soon as they come in the door about joining the Masons? Yeah, where's the out. stack of petitions? That was, that was some of the rules. Some of the rules were no petitions for this one. Just show this is just a community outreach. Uh, another thing is no donation cups. None of that kind of. We're not asking for any money. This is That's just purely it's a gift to the community. Gift to yeah. the community. Yeah. Yes. Nice. I think it's a very good and idea. Yeah, they let us in. They did. They did. I I'd like to congratulate whoever it is that moved the manger into the lobby, so that those people don't die of. Frost I'm bite. really disappointed in that. You know Are how many years I've stood out there and froze? I did. We used to have it across, if you I, remember. Yeah. Where it was I like all wind. Yeah. Yep. And the, uh, and there was you, a wind blowing 90 miles an hour at minus did 20. Did all of you drive past the mansion with a herd of deer in the front yard? Yes. No. That was impressive. <laughs> On Wyoming Missing Boulevard, there is a huge mansion with like at least 75 yeah. Illuminated deer. Illuminated deer. Really? It's beautiful. Oh, my granddaughter they bring would love that. Dry? I mean, it if it was wasn't, if it wasn't in Reading, I would love these, these houses are beautiful, but they're in Reading. Don't worry. The, <laughs> no, they're not, in, be they're not in that Reading. They're in uh, their they're own in the private Redding? Redding, Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like oh, yeah. a private Idaho, but it's a private That's why Redding. they put that river there. Is that West it's Reading? Like a, it's like a moat. That West Reading? Like a moat, yeah. That's why they call it Moten. So moat. That's down the street. So moat it be. So what else you guys want to talk about while I'm here? I don't know. We don't really care about you. So. Okay, good. <laughs> <Then>. <laughs> I'm moving on. 
All right, we'll take a quick Thanks, break, Scott. and we'll be back with somebody else. Hey, you guys, all enjoy. Thank you so much for coming up this evening. I really appreciate this. Uh, you Thanks. work hard. You work hard for the fraternity, Scott. All joking aside, you work you, hard for you are, the money. You are recognized for the hard work that you do. Oh, shocks. Uh, we are joined by Emily Mooney. Hi. With the local rainbow, uh, cha- are they chapters? Coalition? Um, assemblies. Assemblies, local rainbow assembly. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your assembly here. You are the worthy advisor. Worthy advisor. Awesome. Um, so rainbow is an organization for young women where it's, we learn that we teach them speaking skills we, it's basically we prepare young women for tomorrow's leaders is like our motto kind of um, there are different lessons that we le- usually are taught during like meetings um, we do a lot of public speaking lots of public speaking you do memorization work so you've got some ritual that that's kind of I mean you haven't seen the Masonic stuff but you have, like with the demo lays and stuff like yeah. that yeah the youth groups have, have a, uh, uh, some pretty elaborate ritual work, right? Yeah, we have a ritual that no one else is usually allowed to see. And each station has something different. So, like, we have a bow that is all seven colors of the rainbow. And each color is a different um, lesson that's taught throughout the whole, like, meeting. We have, then we have, like, the line, which is you start from faith, then you go to hope, charity, we're the associate advisor, and then you come up to the East, which is where the advisor, which is, I always think it's the funnest thing, and I'm so glad that I get to do it. it I just got installed in um, September, and it was very emotional. Oh, and very, excellent. really fun thing that I got to do. Good I was for you. really excited about it, and like you get to plan, and, um, you get to plan your whole term. Which is how long? A normal term is six months, but okay. since we didn't have someone like right after me in the line, um, I'm gonna be in it for two and a half years. Two and a half years. It's kind of like Josh. Wow. <laughs> I think it's either two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, because I think our next station, someone is in Hope right now. Okay. So she is Hope, and then she'll be Charity or the Associate Advisor, and then she'll come up to where the advisor. And what's what's the uh, the age range uh, for Rainbow? Um. So for Rainbow, for like. The actual rainbow, it is 11 to 21. And then we have a pledge group, which is where we teach them. It's not as like advanced as rainbow, and it's our pledge group, and that's 6 to 10. And so then once you become 11, you come, you like age up, and then you become a rainbow girl. Wow. And then, so I know, uh, do, do you know offhand what the age is for Job's? I don't. I don't really know that many. Okay, because I didn't know, I didn't know rainbows... Yeah, I didn't know Rainbow went to 21, so that was kind of... They're they're actually separate organizations. Originally, they were like... One was for family members of Masons, and the other was for general community. And is that still the case, or is... Yeah, I don't... what's working... We're not as um, joined with Job's Daughters. We don't do a lot with them anymore. Mm -hmm. I personally haven't ever done something with them since I've joined. But I know that we have talked about them, and, like, we've always, like have known about them. They do come to our grand assembly, I'm pretty sure, though. We've had some Job's Daughters, I think, come to our, like, big meeting every, um, every July, like, the second week after 4th of July. So where, oh, are good to know. where are your stated meetings? Where your stated meetings held? Um, they're in Altoona, Altoona, PA. Okay. We have, I can't think of what the 
I can't think of what the name of the place is called, but it's like the Raja Shrine. Oh. Oh, that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. That's right here. Yeah. Well, it's not Altoona then. It's somewhere between. Where are we? We're in what? Temple. Is it Temple? I'm not sure, but it's close. Raja's really close. Yeah. Good. Cool. So what does a typical meeting look like? Our typical meetings, like, it starts at usually 7.30. We try to keep it so that you're home because it's on a school night. So most of our girls are, like, in high school or they're in middle school. Okay. So they're usually about half an hour to, like, 45 minutes. We'll have an opening and a closing. Our opening um, and closing, we do our ritualistic opening and closing at least once per term because every girl has to be able to do their work and pass that station. And then our actual meeting is includes going over old business, new business, talking about all the new business that we will be attending. Um, so you guys do a lot in support of other groups. Yes. I, I know that you've you work a lot with the local Masonic lodges and. Yes. help with events that they're doing and stuff like that. We do like lots that. of uh, service projects with them or we'll just, like, we have our own service projects and then they'll ask if we do pot pie dinners for some groups. Um, Wait, pot pie dinners? Larry, did you hear that? What? Pot they pie do dinner. pot pie dinners. They do. Pot All right, pie. Larry's in. He wants to That's join That's Larry's favorite thing. Yes. He'll go um, to any meeting where there's pot pie. Um, for my uh, service project, we're doing a, we're having a pancake breakfast, and I'm raising the money to um, buy the assembly a um, sea turtle because my whole t- th- like term is based around sea turtles, and I like saving the sea turtles. So no, no, adopting a sea turtle for my assembly. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> when you get older, someone will ask. We'll ask you a nice question. We're not going to hold you to it now. No, but there's a turtle club for adults. We'll yes. teach you about it in a few years. But not now. Not now. <laughs> not now. So good work your, your on dad, sea turtles. Your dad will personally escort us out the door. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a personal fan of sea turtles, so um, that's awesome. Um, anything you'd like to say about your organization? Would you like to... Because wh- the people that are listening to this, probably Masons, probably men... <laughs> Probably older men. Who may have daughters or granddaughters. So what would you like to say to them? Um, it's a very rewarding assembly, like a very rewarding group. You get to, you get out of it what you put into it. And it's something that I always, it's something I always loved. My mom and like my entire mom's side of the family is in it. And it's something that I've always loved to do. You put a lot of like work and effort into it and you get a lot out of it. And it's always something that I've loved coming to. And it's something that I love to do every every day that I something rainbow is involved, and it's something that I love that it's just put, I put my heart into a lot of it, especially my term. I put a lot of work into it, and I'm really proud of a lot of the things I do, and I'm glad that I'm a part of the assembly. And the awesome. Organization. She well is done. a terrific well said. spokesman, isn't she? Spokesperson, spokesperson, spokesperson for Rainbow. You are fabulous. Thank you really you. are, and well you're done. an example. Of the quality of the kind of young ladies that are in the organization, that speaks highly. Let me tell you, she's Larry, great. We really wish they would have had a youth organization for you to improve your speaking <laughs> they skills. They, 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 they did. It was called Boy Scouts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they left you in the woods, Larry. <laughs> he was on a snipe hunt, never came back. <laughs> Emily, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. Good luck, you too. 
And we're back, and uh, we're joined by uh, a, a, a relic of uh, Masonic Light Podcast, Masonic yeah. Mod, a, a one-time, a long-time, one-time contributor, yeah. uh, Seth Anthony, yeah. uh, who, who used to bring us uh, Corpora Obscurum. I had to stop because Larry couldn't pronounce it. You had to stop because there was pressure from one high. I know the truth. <laughs> We've cleared all that up now. You cleared. You, yeah, we we're, did. Good, we're in good we standing. Did. We made nice. You, went to, you went to the doctor, got the appropriate. Penicillin clears that right up. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but really, there he's a couple. Seth and his beautiful wife Stacy is here with us today. <laughs> Say hi, uh, Stacy. He came in. He hi, was in Stacey. Pittsburgh last nice. night. Drove in today just to be here tonight. I, I heard Larry Maris was making a rare in-person appearance <laughs> in the fishbowl. Yeah. I was I was hoping he would sign my baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's a rare opportunity. Oh, nice. Wow. I, I, I checked in with the uh, the folks at National Geographic. Roy, the, the Larry Maris rarely comes out of his natural cave. Here we see Larry in the wild. Notice as he eats chocolate near Jack. Oh, that's Larry falling down. Right. So I'm going to send my assistant to pick Larry up and move him four feet to the left. Let's watch. Uh, Pete Petrie joined us now uh, because he I, was, I got two tuba songs in, so we're uh, we're good. We're good. Bad enough for this year. Nice. That's good. <laughs> he's had his full of tubas for, for this year. At the valley tuba running. float valve has reached its. Uh, I got to drain my spit valve right now. <laughs> so you got two snippets. So nice. Seth, what have you been up to lately? Uh, trying to, to stay out of trouble. I do have a grotto installation to do next week. Yes. Yeah. That yes, sounds you do. Yeah. that sounds uh, dangerous to. Uh-huh. To transition Stacey, from... Stacey, will you be joining us for Grotto for, on the 14th? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, it's, it'll it's be fine. Transitioning <laughs> from Jack the Pumpkin King to Il Duce. Pumpkin. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> Pete, you're stumbling that night, am I? Yeah, they scheduled the Grotto thing the same night as the Santa Stumble, which is smart. Um, <laughs> we keep them in separate counties. <laughs> but apparently they have threatened to come east. And, oh, there uh, are there are several coming from Grotto to the Stumble, yes. Are they allowed to cross that bridge? <laughs> yes. So it's, I, if they can make it past the bridge, that's the yeah, impressive right. part. It's a long bridge. It's a big bridge. Seth, is, 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 is El Duce the first monarch to be from York County? Oh, God. I yeah. think so. I think that's true. We've that's never true. had a monarch. Oh, it's the end of days. County. It is the end of days. <laughs> Yeah, we have. Did, did they issue a knife with them, or? Yeah, terrible Tim. No, George, York is shooting. George, Lancaster's spammy. George the Forgotten, Tim the Terrible. Yeah. They were dolphin, weren't they? And, and Mark, Mark the missing. Mark the missing. Yeah, he's from Lebanon. They're all from Lebanon. Mark the digested. The unknown. Lebanon and dolphin. Yeah, so. And George is from Dolphin, I think. Yeah, it'll be our first York. Yeah. Our first Yorkie. County monarch. Yeah. He's a Yorkie. He's oh a big boy. Yorkie, that's, though. That's going to be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to train him what a fez is and not a not a pyramid. I will say that he um, he has already reached out to me, and he, he has some ideas. He's he's we're thinking about next year. Yes. Which is encouraging, because <laughs> a few of the monarchs really didn't think. <laughs> he's thinking <laughs> about next year, this year, which is even better. Yes. That, that's, that's one step of advanced meta-thinking. We <laughs> rarely seen in the grotto. Meta-thinking. I like it. <laughs> All right. So will we, here's the the question we've all been dying to ask, is will we have any more Corpora Obscura? Will you have any more Corpora Obscura? You know, I'm reminded of a a fella I used to work with 
who had very uh, a very difficult time pronouncing my name, and he would call me Seth. 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 And I said, he, and I told him, I said, Booney, I'll give, it, I'll make you a deal. I will give you a day off when you can pronounce my name correctly. So when Larry figures out how to pronounce Corpora Obscurum, oh. I'll record some more of them. So that's a no then. <laughs> What about another bit? <laughs> what about another bit? We're really just looking for air filler we'll here. Like, air fill here. We'll have the odd I, fellas I, moment going I mean, on. I really can't say that that name. I just have a hard time with it. it we actually get a lot of requests from folks who want to hear more of that. So uh, I, I appreciate the the ego boost that you just gave me, well, Tim. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're well, you're channeling your your energies now. With a lot of uh, legitimate stuff. Legitimate. With, uh, this podcast was, was legitimate well, at one let, time. Well, let, let's, let's also remember that whoever gets on our show gets elevated to lofty heights. All guests get their 33rd. All, right. all, right. all guests yeah. just, That's a new rule. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's, it's two things. All guests will, all hosts will never. Never. <laughs> That's a fair rap, I guess. Yeah. That's a fair rap. It's a sacrifice that we're willing to make. It, it happens. For your entertainment, we're willing to give that up. Yes. <laughs> so what are you working on these days? Uh, well, as mentioned, Lodger Research is now going to take over my life for trying to figure out Salesforce and the dues system and all the wonderful things that oh, come with it. you're going to use Salesforce. We, we are, the Lodger well, Research is, a, is now a chartered lodge of... We are a chartered lodge. We are now a lodge in District 3. That's what I heard. We're official now. Um, and can we pay our dues online? You will be able to pay your dues online. Oh. So if you join the Lodge of Research, does that make you a plural member? It does not. The Lodge no. of Re Well, the Lodge of Research is not uh, considered a regular lodge. You cannot just hold membership in the Lodge of Research by itself. Oh. You have to be a member of some other lodge and the Lodge of Research. For, so for those of you looking for cheap dues, the $25 to the Lodge of Research does not... Is uh, not working. If you want cheap dues, Go to Ephrata. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and we is, had to raise dues, though. We had to raise dues. Oh. You up to 30? <laughs> we, we went all the way up to $49. Ooh. We bumped it a whole buck. A whole dollar. Oh, yeah. my. It took three years. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the exemplar. I know you've been working on that as well with uh, Dr. Moran. Yeah, so uh, the Grandmaster. Dr. Moran? Do the Do island of Dr. Moran? Dr. Michael Lee Moran. He is. Uh, PhD. He is. Uh, he, uh, the Grandmaster came to us and asked if we'd be willing to update the exemplar to make a uh, a version that did not include references to hippies, and uh, <laughs> it, the, the old the old version did have the word hippie in it, did so it, we, really it did. Go back and look at it. Uh, we we cleaned that up. We also changed all the. Was that when Eric Cartman was Grandmaster? Yeah. <laughs> we we <laughs> we Thank also changed Kenny. all the the references to the Holy Bible to the volume of the Sacred Law. We removed the reference to the brand new 1987 computer system that was in the original version of the exemplar. <laughs> Uh, DOS so, 3.1? Yeah, so while it, it remains an excellent book, there was just a lot of really dated things in there. The Masonic Homes at Elizabethtown, no references to our villages or other charities. So just 30 years worth of uh, gentle updates that needed to, to happen to bring it in line with where the fraternity is today. Nice. Download your free copy now on the Grand Lodge website. And it's electronic. That is the b best part is it's electronic. It is, is, it, is it only electronic? Right now, it is only electronic. There is plans to uh, to do a print-on-demand version next year at some point. we got to finish selling out the old versions at Grand Lodge. There's some nice leather-bound copies available down there of the old version. If you'd like to highlight the word hippie, you can grab it out of there. And uh, then the, the new version will can be Can we get this autograph by an one. Mason? Uh, I believe Grandmaster Carpenter has passed away long ago, oh. so I don't think you can get his autograph. Right, I'd, I'd like to put in an order for one of the put, put old in original order for, ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you can go on the website and actually buy it, uh, purchase it, and they will ship it to you. Really? Yeah. They'll <laughs> nice. ship it from Philadelphia to Ephrata. All right. 
Well, thanks, guys, for the opportunity. Well, thanks for, to, thanks uh, for coming back. I'm using Pete's microphone. I'm going to have to disinfect. And well, thank you for bringing the... Um, um, Mary, Mary, Mother of God, with you, <laughs> Jesus, Mary, Mother, and Joseph. I understand they had you guarding the Holy Mother. The, the Holy Mother. mother. I, I, I was guarding Ken Van Fleet. Oh, that okay. was my, that was my job. And we're back, and we're we're being visited right now by a special guest. Everyone, it's it's it's. Is it S and M Santa? What is the oh, no, thing no, you're wearing? No, no, no. <laughs> this is this is the this is the sleigh harness. You see, now it attaches to the belt. The belt attaches to the sleigh. So you can't Otherwise, fall out. Is that right? Oh! And now you're making you're you're making me give away Santa secrets. I didn't oh. know that. Oh. That's all those, how it's done. I I get it. I, but I am loving the hat. Well, the hat is awesome. Though you can't obviously you can't see this because you know it's a podcast. But he's got. A most awesome red top hat that just really trimmed and holly. Caps it all. Trimmed and holly. None of these fake uh, Ed Stum, fake Santa Claus fur hat things. <laughs> He's got a classy with it, with it, with 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 holly and ivy and berries, and it's. Is that local from uh, Bowman Hat you, Company? No, I'm afraid not. See, when you're Santa Claus, nothing is or everything is local. Ah, so. see, that's true. It that's was true. made by elves. Like everything Santa has. In Laos. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you know, Santa, what? Little we Indonesian we elves. We have elves in, in Laos? You know, no. we absolutely can. Absolutely so I can. you're bringing greetings to us on behalf of uh, North Pole Lodge number yes, one. Yes, that is correct, yes. Okay. Uh, I am a past master of North Pole Lodge number one. Uh, and being as though I'm 1,764 years old, I have been worshipful master 1,232 times. Oh. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Nice. Uh, where is your head elf, Alan Moyer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll call in the show. Mrs. Claus sends him on assignments, and I don't care where it is as long as it's not near me. Oh, <laughs> Alan, we love you. Last I heard, he was in Iceland. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Last so I heard, he was in Iceland. I told him to go, go get some ice. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's what he decided. <laughs> and he's not back yet. No, no. He's, he's uh, not that terribly bright. But. Well, have, have you had a fun time here tonight? It looked well, like you were having. Well, absolutely, yes. It, and it was it was great to see all the youngsters <laughs> and the oldsters that came up to see me. And uh, uh, it was most of the people that I talked to were on the nice list. Including uh, me. Except Scott most Helm. Of, most of the how, people that I talked to were on the nice list, yes. How did, your, uh, how did your knees hold up with those two adult ladies sitting on your Oh, lap. no, that was fine. That was, your knees are all right? Your knees are okay. They were yeah. lighter than angels, Larry. <laughs> That's right, yes. You had the harness, Larry. I told you, Santa, I was sorry about that thing. <laughs> uh, you, you, you need to tell the district attorney that you were sorry about that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly sure they're going to accept sorry. Oh, my gosh. Uh, two acts of contrition and a Hail Mary. <laughs> That's all Santa needs, anyway. So, so what is it you guys do here? This. Oh, okay. So you just sit around and talk. We just yeah. sit around and talk. That's That's it. And, we sit around and, and talk, and believe it or not, thousands of people <laughs> listen to <laughs> they us. Do. Seriously, on on but on nine continents do and three planets. planets. But do they pay to listen to it? Uh, some, no. do. Some, do. some do. Some do. Yeah, really? Some do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. We can't figure it out, but we got to do. It. In fact, let's take a moment and thank our Patreons 
for contributing and to the Masonic Blade podcast. That is nice of them, yes. yes. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash Masonic Light Podcast. And uh, for as little as $1 per month. Nice. You, and we, we just got another dollar um, donor this week. Awesome. So thank you to that person. I don't remember your name. <laughs> But, but we'll talk about you at the bar tonight. <laughs> nice marketing there. That was great. I don't Santa, thanks for that segue. That was a beautiful hey, thing. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Santa's got to be good for something. Like I told you, I've been around for 1,764 years. You do, you know I, do you know how I know I'm 1,764 years old? No. Because no. last year I was 1,763 years old. Oh. Oh. Let's see, we cut him open and count the rings. Oh. oh. That's mathematics. Oh. Tell you what. Gosh, yeah. Scott is hard. Like a Your name's going in the northern <laughs> Another and lump of coal came out right there. <laughs> shame on oh, shame. Yeah. So, uh, what else do you have going on this year? Are you doing any more appearances before the big day? Oh, absolutely. I'm all over the place. I'll be at, uh, well, next Saturday, I'll be up at Elizabethtown uh, in the outside the Brosman Ballroom doing the same thing I normally do. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, my elf, Alan, will not be with me. He'll be somewhere else, which is. In some ways, you know, it's a mixed blessing. As I want to see him in the green leotards with the curly toes. Oh, well, right. that would be worth there, the there's, a, there's plenty of, of photographic evidence out there with that. So. <laughs> uh, I had to look at it all day. It's not really that attractive of a sight. So. Well, we do appreciate uh, Santa being in the um, volunteering his time in um, the Royal and Select Master Mason Council. Oh. We thank you. Um, we're ho- on behalf of the whole group. We're hope- hoping you're getting better. Ah uh, yes. Well, Santa does feel much better. We know you slipped uh, on the ice good. and hurt your yes. knees. Yes. Uh, um, <clears throat> Santa. Yes. Yeah, Santa had to have his elves make him two new knees, and unfortunately, they didn't make the second one really clean enough. I Alan think might a, have been in charge of that. Yeah, Alan probably he smeared went, it with something ah, before it went in. And then buffed it off. Yeah, I believe but, uh, there is a line waiting for you oh to go dear. back oh, We can't keep you throne. from your fans. Well, just, you know, I'm just, Santa's, Santa's very thankful. Santa's, Santa's a, he, he's on his union break. <laughs> that's right, yeah. I'm wearing a union suit underneath this, so I'm getting my union yeah. break. Look for the he, union he label. He's a fan of that photo. All, All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Santa. Thanks, Santa thank Claus. you very thank much you very for much. having it's me. It's always good seeing you, sir. All right. Well, Merry Christmas and ho, Merry ho, Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> it's time for the Lodge Business Brief with Brother Jim Stevens. Well, again, Masonic Light Podcast listeners, this is Jim Stevens with another Lodge Business Brief. I recently had a fantastic conversation with a brother. He is a past master and is currently sitting as junior warden. He told me that he really enjoyed the first half of my book. However, it was around that midpoint that he realized that it did not apply to his lodge. His lodge was too small. He went on to tell me that they did have regular involvement from about a half a dozen brothers, but the attendance at their meeting was only 15 to 20. I'm sure this is a familiar story. In many jurisdictions, small lodges are the norm. In fact, in some cases, they are the requirement. I am aware of lodges in Europe that only have a few dozen brothers. A number of our appendant bodies have caps on membership. For example, AMD limits each council to 27 members, and AMD is one of the fastest growing parts of our craft. Many of the points of lodge business are valid regardless of size. Size does not matter. What will be affected by size is what you choose to do. For example, a small lodge may still choose to be charitable but deciding it would donate $100,000 may be out of its reach. Though it doesn't have to be. 
The key to making a change is to first agree that change is necessary. It is possible, and in many cases likely, that the members of a lodge are very happy with the size and the operation of the lodge. If the lodge is not experiencing any stress from finances or declining members, there may not need to be any change. While things may be great now, no one knows what the future holds. The lodge may not be great in a few years, and the members need to be proactive when that day comes. One of the ways a lodge can make sure it's going to reevaluate itself is to set reminders, red flags, and other alarms. For example, if your lodge is well-functioning with 50 members, but you know that at 40 the lodge will be in financial stress, don't wait until the lodge reaches 40 members. Decide that if a membership falls to 45, the lodge will review the situation. It can then decide what needs to be done. It could decide to recruit more members, raise dues, or reduce costs. The red flag of 45 does not mean they need to add members. It simply means that the lodge needs to sit down and discuss proactive measures needed to correct the problem that will occur at 40 members. The same logic can be used for any other measurable lodge finances, meaning attendance, or any other item that the lodge feels is critical to their success. Additional ideas on how to improve your lodge's operations can be found in my book, Lodge Business, The Theoretical Application of Entrepreneurial Business Practices to Blue Lodge, available on Amazon. This is Jim Stevens with your Lodge Business Brief. And we're back, everybody. Um, gentlemen, I think we had a entertaining day here at Holiday Happenings. Um, at the Valley, the of Valley of Reading. In fact, I mean, I was very impressed by <clears throat> was it Emily, the young lady? Emily, yes, from Rainbow Girls. Uh, she was probably the most well-spoken person we had here. Scott Helm was probably the least well-spoken. That hurts, Pete. That hurts. But the deep, most spoken. Deep. The most spoken. The most spoken. Um, but it was a good show. It's going to be a lot of work for Josh to kind of uh, take two hours of dead air and crappy audio and try and make it a good episode, but. We have confidence. Do you know how many times I'm going to have to listen to this? <laughs> More than me. So, uh, Scott, um, this is not going to come out to the holidays. So what else do you have going on through, through the end of the year Masonically? Anything kind of fun? or? Well, I drew the short straw, and I'm getting installed as Venerable Prophet for Grotto. I think that's going to be <laughs> before this. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's uh, next Saturday, actually. Or last Saturday, if you're listening to the podcast. Well, and yeah. That's true. In January, a bunch of us are traveling up north to see one of our old friends be installed as District Deputy Grandmaster of District, I don't know, 5,282. I'm not sure which one it is. And uh, your job, what is your title for uh, uh, Princes, of Rose, uh, Princes of Jerusalem? Princesses? That'd be the Sovereign Prince line, sir. Yes. Uh, I am Senior Warden right now, and I'll be okay. High Priest next year. And when, is that, when does that take place? When you switch May. over? May. Okay. Uh Chaplain is chapter also. I made eye contact for that one. Oh wow! Well done. <laughs> well done, Larry. Are you still? Are you doing anything uh, masonically? You're taking any obligations? Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to the installation of El Duce as as dictator for Grotto for the year. <coughs> that and uh, I'll be at Tall Cedars on Tuesday. Okay, I'm coming for that. Scott, are you coming? Ah, uh. Jack, are you coming? Which Tuesday is that? Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Like this next Tuesday that yeah. we're, we're doing? doing installation of officers. Uh, no, we have our uh, stated meeting in Ephrata oh, where we're per- installing all of our perfect attendance there, Jack. I may be you. stuck in Jersey for work, so I have a good excuse. You're just mad because I'm not getting installed on your watch. 
That's okay. I, I got out. I'm, it's a numbers game. I'll be scribe. I can fudge those numbers. <laughs> Tim, anything else going on? Nope. Um, I think we've already mentioned the uh, events coming up through the end of the calendar year, and so just looking forward to uh, exciting uh, 2020. Does anybody here uh, any any highlights from the year uh, from our show that you remember? Oh, not that I not that I can. My remember. highlight for the year, no doubt, was the pumpkin roll at Autumn Days. That was cool. I, that was I'll, fun. I will give everybody an advance notice that as we begin the new year in January. That, that following April, we will start our fifth year of broadcasting the Sound Like podcast. Five, Five years. years. Five years. Larry, you're going to become vested in the Masonic Light pension. Right. <laughs> I, I really wish, Jack, there was a picture taken of yourself, El Ducci, and myself at the starting line when we released them. We all had that look on like, wow, that really did work. It really worked. <laughs> All right. You mentioned that was uh, a highlight. highlights of the yeah, year. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, highlight. we had some really great guests uh, that were all over the spectrum in terms of some from a ritual standpoint, obviously our most recent one from the esoteric standpoint. Uh, we had a great one on scouting. I think having the podcast featured in the Freemason magazine was a highlight of the year. Yeah. Um, people who don't have any clue what a podcast is are asking about it now. And... Um, are recognizing us when we go places of having seen us in the free my one so. my one request is we need to occasionally do some episodes back from the old basement once again yeah now that i have dogs that are not murderous um, don't tell jack that but one thing i do miss is we've been on the straight and narrow in the basement of effort lodge out of respect for the the you know our hosts but I do miss the fact that in our my basement, we used to be able to um, have a few, a few libations during the show and... Livened it up a little. I, I, was, I was embarrassed by a couple of those shows, so <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, I'm going to yeah. put that out there right yeah. now. Like I said, not not all the time, but maybe once in a while we need to do a... Uh, table launch. A, a table launch. A, a, a table, table podcast. Yeah, we can a write some scripts. Board. Festive board. Yeah. Festive board. There you go. A festive board of idiots. Yeah. We could do that. Josh, anything else you got going on? Nope. Mr. Just taking the reins of uh, St. John's Day next is approaching. That's very quickly. Just relaxing dun, dun, until dun. then. All right. Well, I think it's right. time to hand this thing Larry, over to Larry. Do you have any? Do you have any, uh, you have any, any chickens? Crap? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Actually, ready? Yeah, go ahead. Pretend All like right, the chickens are clucking. The, 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 the chickens are clucking. Hey, uh, special thanks to the Valley of Reading for allowing us to host our show here tonight, our uh, third annual. Christmas show, and we always appreciate coming here. This is one of the best, I think, shows we've done in the past three years. So, again, best thanks Christmas to Valley Reading, and thanks to Definitely. Scott Helm, who's sitting on my right-hand side, squeezing my leg really hard. Uh, I'm going to give him credit because uh, he, he does a great job in getting us prepared and helps us out and get guests over here. Uh, and he gave me a hat from people, the Valley of people, Reading. If, if you knew Scott, people are reluctant to say no to him, okay? That's all I can tell you. Because uh, he looks too, like Herman Munster. It looks like he can hurt you. Bigger. Yeah, uh, I'm a Masonic small now, buddy. <laughs> Masonic small. Special Masonic thanks down. to our uh, producer, director, uh, Josh Lamberton. Newly installed worshipful master of Lamberton Lodge. Hey, you noticed the name Lamberton and Lamberton? That's pretty good. Yeah, how wow. about that? Oh, what a coincidence. Our marketing director, Tim. Uh, Tim Debman. 
Uh, he did stop at the market on the way here. Yeah, he did. That's he, as close as he's gotten. He, he didn't bring the cheese. <laughs> and to Jack Harley, our news director, and to our contributors, uh, Michelle Snyder and James, Jim Stevens. Uh, I got to say that in closing that, I want to give special thanks tonight to our strategic planner. Kent C. DeTrees did a hell of a job tonight. Kent C. DeTrees. To our holiday wardrobe consultant, Dan Wienow. Don Wienow. Oh, God, this is terrible. Don Wienow. (laughs) The joke was good. Who's the delivery that killed And to our Christmas decorating specialist, Aretha Holly. So I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And this is Larry. Thanks for listening. This is Pete. I'd like to thank Jeff Moyer for not showing up at his own valley for holiday happenings. You guys have a good holiday. This is Tim. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. uh, Whatever you celebrate. Hope everybody has a safe uh, holiday. This is Jack. Just want to say bye, everybody. And this is Josh. Happy New Year. Keep Saturn and Saturnalia. Happy Festivus. For the rest of us. <laughs>